Hey everyone, my name is Lynn Wilson and welcome to Hope for Today. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're one of our regulars, I'm glad you're back. We're going to talk again about God's Word, how to grow, what to do, all kinds of things. Some of these things that <coughs> I'm going to talk about today might be very new to you. You might have, I never thought of that. I love those types of things because I like learning new things. Maybe it's something you've been doing, like me, and you might need to tweak it, refresh it. Um, maybe it's something you've thought of and you've just never done it. And maybe you've been doing a great job and you have just been doing this forever and you really have it nailed. And if you do, I'm going to ask you to leave a comment below and encourage the rest of us that are either in the early stages or tweaking or, you know, just need to get on the bandwagon here. Let us know in the comments below how you do it, what you do as we go through this podcast. You know, it'll give you some ideas of what I'm referring to, but we would love to hear from you and let's get a thread going and encourage one another through those comments. What are we talking about today? A biblical toolbox. What's in it? What's in a toolbox? So let's start off right from scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 4 through 7. And it says, now there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are a varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. So let me just start off by saying this. This is God's word that I just read. This is not Lynn's word. This is not some other man that's telling you something. There's a lot of things of, in, of late and over the past years where people followed a certain person. People refer to, well, this person, you know, in this, if you want to say denomination for the lack of something, said this is what we should be doing. That's wrong. You should not be following a person or listening to a person. You should be following God's word and God's word only. And I tell people all the time, don't ever listen to anything I say, but go back to scripture and see what scripture says. I am a human being. I'm going on what God has led me to share. That doesn't mean I say it perfectly. And it really is your responsibility to take what I've said, the scripture I've referred to, go back and study it for yourself and say, Lord, what is it you need me to hear? I heard Lynn say this, but it's not that Lynn said it. Lynn shared it. That's all I did is I shared with, with what God shared in, you know, in my heart, my soul and my mind, what he is sharing with me. But you need to find out what does God want you to get out of it? Don't be following people or a church or a denomination because they say, this is the box we fit in. The box you fit in is the one that God has created for you and has led you to be in. I don't know why I felt the need to say that, but so many of us have been in situations where we tend to kind of lean this way or lean that way and follow a certain crowd. You know what? It's fine going to church and it's great listening to a good preacher and a good pastor. And if you have one, that's fantastic. But you yourself one-on-one -on -one should be going back to scripture and praying to the Lord directly for wisdom and guidance. All right, so let's say we have a toolbox. You know, how many of you have a toolbox at home? Maybe your husband, your dad, whatever. Maybe you have a woman's toolbox. You have a few things in there. You have a hammer, maybe a drill, some drill bits, screwdriver, you have a flathead, you have a Phillips, you know, things. You have things in the toolbox. How many times, you know, you need to, I just had it the other day, I had a kitchen cabinet and the knob was coming loose. And um, I had to yell to my husband, I need a Phillips. 
Because if you go to use a flathead on a Phillips, you know, you're trying to turn the flathead and not quite gripping it right. You need a Phillips to do a Phillips job, right? You need, you need specific tools to do specific jobs. And it's the same thing when the Bible was referring to there's a variety of gifts that God has given us. We are all given different gifts. And I think some of us, at least for me, I have seen my gifts evolve from need to need, you know, just because I, let's go back, back in the day, years ago, everybody was pigeonholed into a personality type. That was the thing. Which personality are you? Now it's a, a number and it's, there's all these personality tests. I think they're great. I think they're fascinating. I think they're fun to check and, you know, where do I fall into it? But with that being said, God has designed us to be who we are. And sometimes I feel like we put a label on somebody. And I've seen that with myself where I'm uncomfortable doing something. Maybe it's a gift and an ability, but it's something I'd like to do. And I've either practiced or I've gotten some training or whatever. God has just moved me. And I'm now working in that area in ministry. And I've had people say to me, oh, I didn't think you know how to do that. And oh, I didn't think you were going to be good at that. Or you always said that wasn't your thing. Who's to say that God is not going to grow me, change me, build me up, lift me up and put me in a new place? I need to be ready and available to do that. There are so many things that need to get done. Now, I have said this and I'll say it again. God doesn't need any of us to do his work. He is all powerful. But what God does need is or doesn't need what he wants is our heart. The Lord loves us and he wants our heart to be in, you know, in sync with what he has willed for us in our life. When God created you and me, he had a purpose in mind. He had talents and abilities that he put in us that he could look into the future and say, Lynn Wilson would be good at this. Lynn Wilson can fill this need here. Lynn Wilson can serve these people there and so on. When my kids were younger, my kids struggled with who they were and what they were and I had written a devotion back, I don't know how long ago, years ago, and the devotion kind of, the gist of it was this, that I would explain to my kids on a simplistic level, and maybe this is what you need to hear today, that when God was creating, and I'll just say Lynn Wilson, I'll use my name so, you know, don't pick on my kids or anything, but when God was designing Lynn Wilson, he had a big pot. This is what I told my kids, a big pot, and in this pot, he poured a little bit of brown hair and a little bit of this height and a little bit of this weight and eye color and and a little bit of this personality and oh a lot of that personality and just a pinch of that personality and he stirred that pot up and puff out came Lynn Wilson and my kids would be mom you know what it is so true God designed us he knows every hair on our head he knows us before we were ever created in our mother's womb there's scripture to back that up God created me for a purpose, and if he didn't need me, he wouldn't have created me. And what he needs is my heart. He wants my heart. He wants me to be like, yes, Lord, what is it? Am I perfect in that way? No, I am not perfect. You know, it's so easy to see someone on the camera, or you see a preacher, or you see a Sunday school teacher, or you see somebody serving in ministry, and they're on stage, and or a singer, and oh, that worship team is so good. And, you know, maybe their dresses are perfect and their hair is perfect and their makeup and they sing beautifully. You have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. 
how their heart is struggling, and so on. So what can a toolbox do for us? Well, in the toolbox, like I said, you can't use a Phillips when you need a flathead, and a flathead doesn't work when you need a Phillips. So I think in our biblical toolbox, we need a variety of things. And let me show you a few things that I have. Let me get my notes off to the side. So, number one, you need your Bible. This is what you need. You need God's Word. If you have nothing else in your toolbox, that's all you need. That's it, okay? That's number one. Other things that I carry is I have my prayer journal. So, some kind of notebook, what, however you do it. I think it's always good to have a devotional. And if you don't have a devotional and you want a devotional, America's Keswick has some great devotionals that have been written by our staff and our speakers that have come for our conferences. We have a couple different versions of it. If you need a good devotional, give us a call. I like to change out my devotionals. I get bored. A uh, little ADD here. So I like to change them up. Then I have my Bible verse journal. I have to keep those. And if you don't know what a Bible verse journal is, or you don't know how to use a prayer journal, go back and listen to my other podcast. We did go over that. This is something new that I've recently added, the Layman's Bible Dictionary. You know, you get hung up on certain words in the Bible, and what does that mean? Um, even something simple like foot washing. What does foot washing mean? Um, let's see what other else, uh, other words I can find here. Um, I don't know. I can't think of something right now. But, you know, like coins in the Bible or the length of something that, like Noah's Ark, they said it's how many cubics. You can look that up in the dictionary. I would suggest a notebook and pen. This is a new set, and I haven't used it yet. But a notebook and pen, so as God is telling you things, you can write them down. Or if the Lord tells you to maybe send a card to someone, write that down. You want to have a notebook and pen. And this is a humdinger, a nice thick one, but this is a Bible concordance. A Bible concordance can always help you break down and understand the Bible even more. So do any of these replace the Bible? No, absolutely 100% no. They are to enhance and to help you read through scripture. So I might be going through scripture and go, I don't understand what that word means. I can look it up in a Bible dictionary. I can look up that passage in the concordance and try and help me find out more of that information. You might go on even Google and search out certain words or put in Google, I need Bible verses on prayer and it'll list some for you, but go back to scripture and read what scripture says. You know, my, I, I do a lot of teaching. I do um, teaching here on the podcast. I um, talk on another platform on YouTube. I do women's devotions. I have taught Sunday school. I do a lot of things like that. My, I guess my way is very simple. I'm not a fancy person. I, I, my mind just doesn't work that way. I'm very simplistic. I like things simple. I like things that, you know, for me, a practical everyday application is where I'm at. I sometimes can barely get through the day with all that I have on my plate. Not, not saying it's a bad thing, it's just where I'm at in life, but I need good practical tips. You know, like when I was in school, we learned home ec. They don't teach home ec anymore. Nobody even knows what home ec is. And we have generations now that don't know how to bake bread, 
don't know how to do anything. And it was funny when 2020 hit and everybody was like, you can't get out, you can't do. I had people asking me, well, how do you make fry bread and how do you make baked bread? And, you know, they couldn't get this, so they tried that. And people don't know how to do homemade. They buy everything boxed goods. And to me, that's kind of like when you go to church and you just, in a box, you're at church, which is the box, and you're learning from a pastor who's in another box and he's passing you some food in a box. This is not, you know, a fast grab and go through the fast food line at, at the local restaurant. We need to sit and savor and taste and see that the Lord is good and study God's word and break it down and identify it with our own lives and what is God teaching us and then pray about it and then do research on it and maybe dig deeper with the concordance and help us look up other passages and things like that. I like practical I like every day, and that's what this is. This is a toolbox of everyday information. I have started a group for girls, a mentoring group, ages 12 to 18. And in that, I like to teach them practical every day, how to set a table, how to do a load of laundry, how to bake, how to cook, how to clean, how to, you know, refinish furniture because, you know, they might be in a position they can't afford to buy new. And God has us in different places, and practical everyday skills are necessary, you know, in, the, in our tangible world, but we also need it in our spiritual world. We need those tools to help us to get through. When I grew up, we had a sword drill. Do you remember that when you were a kid, you held up your Bible? You know, people don't even know what sword, the word of God is. And we would hold up our Bibles and go to John 3.16 and you'd open it and you'd be scurrying through because you wanted to win that piece of candy and you'd have to look that up. You know what, maybe have fun games with yourself and write down some scripture and Practice yourself looking up scripture, remembering how to, how to use the Bible. Some people don't know how to use the Bible. I just had our, our youth group um, for these girls the other day, and they didn't, have, they didn't know how to open a Bible. They didn't know that there were two Old and New Testaments. They didn't know there were Testaments. They didn't know there were 66 books. They didn't know that there were a couple books of John and what the names were and how to look up chapter and verse. Maybe you don't either. Maybe this is all new to you. That's great. Good for you. Welcome. I'm glad you're starting to learn and you can get your tools in your tool belt of learning and how to do all these things. What is in your toolbox? What are you putting in there right now? Do you have a toolbox? So I like to have a bag. You know, I'm a woman, bag lady, yeah. I like to have a bag. And the other day I went and a friend of mine was showing me her toolbox and this is what she had. Now, let me show you. It's just a plain bin. This is from the dollar store, okay? And she went and got this sticker. She gave me an extra one. And all she did was peel and stick. Now, how pretty would this be to have next to your bed or, you know, on the chair or your quiet place that you sit and have all your Bible, your concordance, and all your goodies in there? I thought that would be such a great idea. So make this a moment, get a bag, get a box, you know, get a basket, get a place where you can sit and put your things in there. When you have those moments, when I just had a friend's mom pass away and she said scripture is the best thing for her, but she has her things right there that she can pull from her Bible verse journal and her prayer journal and her concordance and the Bible that she can go and study God's word and be refreshed and have all her tools at her fingertips for everyday life. All right, guys, I'd love to hear from you in those comments below. 
please let me know. Do you have a toolbox? Do you have a spiritual toolbox? Do you put things in it? What do you put in it? What has been most helpful? What is something that maybe you need to tweak in that? I'd love to get some new ideas of maybe what I could put in my box as well. I want to thank you for coming over. Don't forget, next week, same time, same place, I will see you there, and we'll have another chat together on Hope for Today.